Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a let's experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Alexa White, and with me today is Hesse. How are you doing? I'm doing perfectly fine. Thanks. Fantastic. And how are you? D- doing good. Uh, I have a new mm. game, which is always a fun time, and this one's especially good. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Yes. Uh, so my name is Hesse, uh, or Hesse. I'm a uh, sort of middle-aged dude from uh, Denmark, so probably not the not the, the usual suspect you have on your on your podcast. Um, I am what you might call a veteran in uh, in board game and in, on hobbying. I've been playing and collecting since I don't know. I was like twelve to ten, perhaps I think, and now I'm like approaching forty. So <laughs> that's a lot of years of of doing stuff. Um, yeah, and we got to Marvel Crisis Protocol, which is, of course, why we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, my friends, uh, I have a friend, he's really into the Marvel comics, and he was, like, all excited about this game. So he in- introduced me to it, and, yeah, I pretty much sold everything else at this point. I'm I'm, I'm all in. <laughs> it's such a great game, right? Uh-huh. So At, at least yep. miniatures-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you've sold your entire board game collection. <laughs> No, no, not the board game. Board games is sort of a different category for me. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. I am surrounded by them currently. Because on one side, mm. I have my stack with, like, my unmatched, uh, my unfathomable, uh, my Resident Evil board game. And on the other side, I have all of my card boxes, which is my Arkham Horror, uh, LCG, my Ivion, and my Vampire Rivals, and all of that stuff. So I'm just <laughs> penned in by board games at my desk. Yeah, yeah. My, my desk is, uh, I, I work from home some days of the week, so my desk is also well, my, both my workplace and my hobby place. Mm-hmm. So there's like Marvel Crisis Protocols uh, characters all over the place because I'm the type of guy who quickly paints stuff to get them on the table. And then when they perform well, I take them back and, and give them a proper paint job uh, later on. So, and yeah, so I live in a house. Fortunately, I'm a sort of a privileged guy, so I have a, a room f- uh, for my board games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I am the monster who plays it unpainted, and then when it performs well, I will go commission it. Mm-hmm. I actually I never commissioned. I, I I wanted to so many times, but each time I'm like, I I really should just paint it myself because it's more personal that way, right? So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just find painting such a stressful activity. Yeah, that it's not worth it. As I said, I've been painting for like thirty years or something. So for you me, that, that's definitely the up. It's it's the opposite for me. That's actually my relaxing. Experience. Yeah. It's where I I de it, yeah de de stress. Now, uh, I have to ask you, what character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Yeah. Um, the. It's it's probably one you've heard a lot of times before, but but for me it's probably Doctor Doom. Um, yeah, I just he, he does love come the up guy. A bit. Yeah, yeah, I just love the guy. I I recently finished. Uh, I didn't read comics until I started playing uh, Crisis Protocol, mm. but uh, my friend got me into comics as well, and I recently finished reading uh, Secret Wars, uh, the new one, um, mm-hmm. and my my profound interest slash love for for Doctor Doom has just gone through the roof now. I really just I want to see him in, in this game. I, and I don't I don't want him I don't want him in sort of like an overpowered cosmic version. I just want 
this this evil sinister guy who, who plots everything and it always has it has it's sort of like the the new Red Skull, right? Mm-hmm. He's sort of like megalomaniacal, but but he's also just failing just that because his hubris uh, gets him at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Hubris. Yeah. So that, I, that's the kind of character I want him to be. My most distinctive... So I've never been a Fantastic Four person. I know. Mm. Booth, community come boo me. <laughs> um, so, I've, so my relationship to Doctor Doom is more that he is the character that will foot dive you to death in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. <laughs> And he is the worst. That's from a Marvel three perspective. So, so you 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 really don't want him in the game. <laughs> I want him in the game so everyone else is happy. Yeah. Um, and we maybe get victorious alongside Doom. Yeah. Because I really want victorious because she just looks cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, um. So, who did you bring for us to talk about today? Um, I brought someone that you, you already had on the show, but I think I feel like it has more aspects to him and also needs to be re- revisited since we have the update back in uh, November, right? Yeah. And that is uh, Black Dwarf. Yes. Um, yes. I feel like he has more potential than the sort of the, the online meta, at least, sort of only puts him places him in right yeah so i i think he's really fun uh i've had a lot of fun with him um last time we put him in avengers i think it was sam adventures is where we threw him um also makes sense right yeah yeah and that was a lot of fun um he's a very fun character um so we will not be talking about sam avengers or sadly black order which means we can't really Try and squeeze in the Black Dwarf, Black Swan, uh, Black Assault uh, Onslaught card nope. because oh. that is a Black Order affiliated card. Yeah, but we can. I think we can just mention that I have been on the receiving end of this card twice now, and it's um, unfun. It, it, it's no, it's not unfun. I think it's something. Let's call it that. It's powerful, but yeah, still exactly. fun for people. I think it it, it fits the theme. Perfectly well, I'd, yeah. So, definitely something. If you if you want to play Black Dwarf, that's a good place to start with him. If you don't want to start where we're going to discuss today, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, um, of course, then we go into what else is there, and there's uh, there was one that we were talking about a little bit beforehand that we're going to kind of hand wave past because um, mm-hmm. it's kind of an unquantity, and that was Storm X Men. Yeah, X Men Gold, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because Storm's leadership makes him like he has this big base. It's really good to 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 to, to do this uh, this jump from right. It's a bit boring, and I th- I feel like uh, X Men currently has its own thing going these days, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't really need this big base to to do stuff from any longer. Uh, but again, it's it's perfectly valid. You could mm-hmm. definitely include him there if you want to. But yeah, in a similar vein. Mm-hmm. Uh, where base size matters, but doesn't have as much of a defined thing going on. I want to talk about Midnight Suns. Yep. Yeah, I, that's one of the ones I've actually sort of maybe thought about we could actually continue working on. But yeah, let's just uh, go over it quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So just mm-hmm. he likes bump because 
his biggest issue is positioning. Uh, he's mm-hmm. kind of an attrition model, which uh, is what um, Brain uh, Midnight Suns wants. And then he also has is kind of a tank for them, which is not something mm-hmm. they functionally have in affiliation. Exactly. I, th- I think I feel like his role in general is sort of he's like an in-your-face character. He's someone you can't really ignore because he has sort of a suite of abilities that, that really makes him unignorable, if you want to call him that. Yeah. Uh, to, to use another term from, from way back, he's what you would call a distraction carnifex, right? If you ever played uh, Warhammer 40k. No, um, I, I have never actually played 40 I played for a little bit on point by, on power level, not on point mm. by. Okay, yeah, but uh, the, the term is is very. It's just mm-hmm. it's a distraction kind of effects. It's a throwaway model that the the other person across the table really can't ignore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not your main plan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I think we feel like his ability is sort of. I don't know if we should go into the details about him or or, or, yeah. or not. So, but yeah, he has like damage reduction. He has the taunt. He has a throw, so like all of that is all really solid. Uh, he has a really good throw, actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then he's like a that. six eight. Yeah, and he's also he also has a six dice builder. Yeah. Which is actually pretty good. Yeah, it is. Unfortunately, without any fun wild stuff going on, uh-huh. but yeah. Oh, and his uh, his uh, spender is. Um, uh, wild stagger. I think you can you you could compare him a bit to uh, to a newer release, uh, Colossus, right? And, mm-hmm. uh, and Colossus is also quite uh, sort of maligned, depending on who you're going to ask. Um, uh, but I feel like he's sort of a more aggressive version uh, of Colossus. Where Colossus is he he's perfectly fine back sitting behind uh, I don't know Magneto and just taking care of stuff. Where where. I like back. Both. This also fits into my playstyle more. Uh-huh. I'm I'm sort of the guy who likes. I like to have a brawl, right? Yeah. I like to just get in there, get in, the, get in the fight, and just throw dice at each other, right? And and Black Dwarf is sort of like more my jam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I like his spend up, but yeah, yeah, because it has uh, the wild stagger. Yeah, for sure. Um, another team to bring up, um, is uh, Shield. <laughs> That's the third one on my list. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, I have zero experience with Shield on the table. Actually, uh-huh. uh, I've played uh, Fury himself, but I've zero. I, I, it would be fun for me to go through, but I've, I'm not really that much into them. So very fair. Yeah. And we have done mm-hmm. a lot of Shield recently on the show because I think they are okay. a very interesting faction. But yeah, sure. Just giving him aggressive is a very scary proposition. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's sort of he's then he, he sort of like becomes a, a better version of Scourge, right? A little bit. Mm. Because Scourge's thing is sort of this uh, aggressive taunt, really, yeah. right? Mm. Um. Yeah. Now on the little bit more out there end, but something I do want to bring up uh, mm. is Inhumans. That's actually also on my list, so that's funny. Yeah, 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 sure. Mm-hmm. Because he has power issues. Let's just bring a... It's a yeah. yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he has a little he, bit of power issues. Yeah, he does, it's, and and they definitely help him with that. And they also have a character in the roster that, that actually helps him a lot, and that is uh, Lockjaw. 
I was and Medusa not, and Medusa. I was thinking Medusa because I I am yeah, yeah. a known lockjaw kind of mad person, especially okay. if you're playing an aggressive Inhumans lift. If you're playing control mm-hmm. Inhumans, I can definitely mm-hmm. see Lockjaw having a place. But if you're playing yeah. Brawly Inhumans, I don't think Lockjaw really has a place. Oh no, that's right. But Medusa definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I think she it's great with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some places that jump out to you that we haven't brought up yet? Well, uh, in in the same sort of vein, and that's because that's how I normally play uh, Dark Dimension. Uh, is yeah, Dark Dimension, Ooh. and that's because I normally include uh, some kind of movement character alongside uh, Domamo, yeah, uh, to to sort of help him get where he needs to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I normally go for Medusa actually. Um, yeah. So so I, I had that as well. But I also think that I have I haven't. Um, my Heimdall character is currently uh, he's uh, he's primed, but he's not painted, so he's not seen the table yet. <laughs> uh, but I also think that 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 could also be something that if you're going for sort of a dark dimension lift and you are already including someone to help uh, moving Domamu about, then they could also help Black Dwarf move about. Yep. So I, maybe the points start to get a bit tight, and that's the general problem yeah. with like dark dimension, right? Well, he sort of so, takes up too much himself. I think Dark Dimension, Dimension will actually have its heyday once we get extended tournaments. Because mm. um, size 5 drop-off mm. is a thing. I actually don't want to see that thing. <laughs> I really hate that format. I think the the, the standard format they have now is, is, is perfect for me. because. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's, I view <laughs> extended as legacy, where there's probably yeah. only going to be two or three, com- three to four competitive things. But once mm. you know one of those three lists and how it interacts with the other three lists, it is a really, really tense and tight dance. Mm. But if you're trying to do anything other than those four things, it will utterly fail. I agree. Um, so it's it's just something in my head at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Are there any um, other places that jump out to you? I think we should do an honorable mention to one of my uh, pet peeve factions that I th- feel like are, yeah, not forgotten but uh, maligned by Atomic Mass Games is uh, Wakanda. Wakanda, um, yes. Yeah, because uh, I recently picked up. Um, I think it was. Um, I think he's called Blake. Um, he sort of uh, had a podcast with uh, Omnus where he introduced uh, playing Thanos in uh, Wakanda, mm-hmm. and they there he said like, "Oh, this car- this card called um, uh, Vibranium Shielding is really good yeah. for stacking on top of Thanos." And I was like, "Yeah, okay." So each character that's actually that, that doesn't have that has the same or sort of the same rule where they reduce damage, but that rule isn't called invulnerability yep will stack mm-hmm. and black dwarfs is called invulnerable skin yeah. or something like yep. that yeah so he actually stacks with vibranium shielding so for one turn you can have this really tanky dwarf <laughs> character yeah. and he likes the the reroll from black Dwarf, uh, black panther sorry uh-huh. uh, yeah I, th- I think there's this there, there could be something there and it's mm-hmm. it's a pretty open affiliation they have like in reality they have like four characters Mm-hmm. To, to put in right yeah so so there's a lot of room for for, for funny 
stuff to go in. But I don't think we should go into that today. Uh, I just wanted to put it out there because I think it could work. Uh-huh. They could be, be good for them. So uh, he could. He could. Yeah. So one that's not out yet, and we can't build yet because we don't have the affiliation doc. But I do want to bring up because I think it's, he's going to be great in it. Um, is uh the Winter's God? Yeah, I think he's going to be real good in Winter's God. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <gasps> I, 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 I agree. Yeah. Um, that being said, moving on, I also think there's some interesting possibility with him in Convocation. Okay, I didn't consider that. Cool. Tell me about it. Um, he likes the half of their uh, leadership where when he takes damage, he can place within one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he is a taunt to get energy attacks off of your um, uh, actual wizards on your books turns. Even though he doesn't benefit from books, he does support the books plan. Mm-hmm. Um. And then he really likes the reposition from Clea early in the game. And yeah, yeah, if you play her, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And with the veritability of the uh, um, threat value of your leader, you can fit him in so much easier than in some other affiliations where you have to like build from a eight point start eight point starting area. Definitely, yeah, that's true. So I think all of that, and also just healing on a character with damage reduction is very mm. powerful. Yeah, and convocation is a place with two different types of healing. Yeah. So I think true. I think that is notable. Um, I can see that. Yeah. Also, talk about the big new boy in the room who's coming out in. A oh, the oh the one who's who's riding a kitten. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh Malakath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. He loves the movement, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And he wants yep. to play into that game plan. Yeah. And Malakith doesn't mind having someone drag some sort of dragging alongside him. Maybe it's make maybe taunting a single attack off from him or something yeah. along the way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and Malekith, uh, his his issues is sort of like um the amount of actions he can take during a game is a bit limited, right? Mm-hmm. But he has a nice throw, and Black Dwarf also has a nice throw. So, yeah, they, they can definitely help each other sort of maybe get rid of or, or at least limit what the opponent has options against Malekith when he gets into the thick of things, right? Yep. Yeah. Also, there's... The and... Go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, continue. Oh, no, I was changing the subject. Finish up your thought. Oh, no, that's fine. That's fine, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can also run Black Dwarf in a really tall Brotherhood list. Mm-hmm. True. Like running, that solves his uh, his power issues. Yeah, <laughs> running a Magneto Black Dwarf Juggernaut at fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah. that but, just seems scary at times. Yeah, I've seen, I've I've been on the receiving end of that list, but with Colossus instead, and eat, and he was just. Camping a, a point and, and staying just behind the Magneto just in case I decided to actually punch him instead of Juggernaut. Um, and I I have to say, I think Juggernaut is... I, again, I'm more of a brawly guy, so I like definitely like Black uh, Dwarf better than, uh, than Colossus in that list as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I have to bring up my, my old standby, the Spider-Foes. 
um, giving mm-hmm. a pierce to his attack. A, p- a potential pierce to his attack means does mm-hmm. some way to resolve his power issues. Yep. And they're just all big boys, and that's kind yeah, of yeah. fun. Yeah. You could also say the same with uh, Shadowland Daredevil, right? Yep. You very yeah. much could. Yeah. So we talked about a lot of options. Are there any that jump yeah. out to you as the rabbit hole you want to go down? Well, I've I've been putting a bit of thought into Midnight Suns, mm-hmm. so I think that would be uh, at least interesting. But uh, I personally don't like playing uh, Midnight Suns sort of a, a big uh, aggressive uh, in your face uh, attrition team. I think you need to leverage the um, the, the bump more and also look into the fact that they have a lot of uh, action denial built into the affiliation. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think if you put Black Dwarf in with that, I think he slots pretty well into that. Problem is, again, he's a four-threat uh, character, so it gets expensive quick. Mm-hmm. He really want to have sort of a three-threat leader and that's a shared with uh, Convocation that you can go lower, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But but that that was my initial thoughts for him where I think he actually slots in pretty well because you can have Ghost Rider. He can do his, his um, highway to hell and, and remove someone, right? Mm-hmm. And he's also quite tanky. Blade can be tanky. Uh, Black Cat can stagger. Black Dwarf can stagger and he's is, uh, is a wild uh, spender. Doctor Strange can do his activation denial. He can also hand out extra defense dice. Iron Fist can do his his uh, his big punch. Um, yep. His yeah, his his fist. So yeah, I feel like there's a lot of where you can actually work sort of in a um, hybrid mobility slash survivability list by simply just denying actions. Okay. So let's yeah. go. So that was one of my ideas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's get Blade in there because he is the leader of the Midnight Suns. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and Blade is a really interesting character. Of all, we talked about him on a recent episode too, so that's oh. always nice. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch that episode. Uh, it may be one that is coming. Out within between when we record this okay. and when it comes out. Mm-hmm. So, who is your next immediate Midnight Sun? Well, um, I I want to explore this sort of denial list. Mm-hmm. So, Iron Fist, of course, comes into mind, and Black Cat. Gus, I like Iron Fist more than Black Cat personally yeah. because, I, yeah, we're probably going to end up with both, right? Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's get both in there, and if we have to remove one, we can remove Black Cat. But I definitely yeah. get that. And I also think he let's uh, Wong is also affiliated, right? He also yes. needs to be in there. Yeah. Uh, and as as we talked about earlier, healing is very good on damage reduction characters. Yes, indeed. And also, Black Dwarf is sort of everyone is of course vulnerable to action denial. That's sort of the thing in the game, and. One can sort of help out with like a stagger, right? Yep. If you're unlucky and getting a stagger on him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, 
the points run out quickly when you add in Doctor Strange. Yeah. But yeah, but he he actually he, he fits in well with the theme, but you're sort of now moving into at least an, an area where you, where you maybe have to consider should I instead play like uh, a two and a three character instead of Doctor Strange, right? Mm-hmm. Voodoo is also affiliated. Voodoo is really good, right? So let's get Voodoo uh, on the list. Yeah, let's do that. I think we have to either pick Ghost Rider or Strange. Yes. Which one do you prefer in this case? Mm. Yeah, I I prefer... I think I prefer Ghost Rider in this case. Okay. I can definitely see that. Mm. Yeah. He's also... The problem with him is he's more tactic card uh, dependent. So that speaks against him, right? But... Mm-hmm. We can always make um, a change later if we see that, like, we don't have the room for the tactics cards for him, so let's let's swap him out for Strange. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so, hmm? so, are there any out-of-affiliation characters that jump out to you as people you want to bring in? I like having someone that can help mitigate his movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially someone that could do it early game. Mm-hmm. Um, to get him sort of where he needs to be as quickly as possible. Um, and the immediate character that comes to mind could be someone like... Um, well, we, we talked about uh, Lockjaw, but I don't think he, he fits in with the style, right? No. Um, so we have someone like... Uh, what's he called? The new guy. Heimdall, for instance, right? Yeah, Heimdall is an option. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have uh, Clea, who we mentioned earlier. Yeah, she can also also fund herself turn one. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Um, we have uh, trying to think of uh, of course, if you go up a point value, you can do Red Skull, mm-hmm. the core box, who is a character mm-hmm. I love dearly. Yeah, there's also uh, the new uh, one. She called Darkstar, right? Yes, Darkstar. She's not yeah, as she, consistent but, funding at turn one, but afterwards no. she's very consistent. Yes, and I I must say I have zero playtime with her yet. I'm I'm waiting for the the mini to oh, come yeah. out. And I then, have zero yeah, yeah. playtime with anybody yeah. who's not out yet. So we'll just see yeah. her so I, th- I think we should skip Darkstar, but at least mention her, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. um could also go uh, now. We are again talking someone that's are we uh, really talking a tall list, but a space gem character is also a possibility. Yeah, but that is a really tall list and a restricted slot. Yes, and I don't think it's worth it in this regard, right? No. But um, mentionable Medusa also mentionable. Yep. Mentionable. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also cannot do it turn one without help, right? Yeah. So. There, there were a lot of options there. Were any of those the one that you really like? think is the best option for this slot? I wouldn't have considered clear, but I like it. So I think we should go with her just yeah. because I didn't think of it, and I like it. Yeah. And she also brings a very situational stagger. Yes, and also, uh, important for Midnight Suns, she brings a bleed on her builder. Yes. Exactly. Uh, that's that's a good point. And another throw. 
Like, people forget Clea mm-hmm. has a throw. Yep. But only size two. Not yeah. like... Yeah. Still, because it's that's, a throw That's a why... Yeah, 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 sure. That's why I, I also wanted to... I mentioned it at the beginning, but I, I think that Black Dwarf needs to have more consideration in, in, in general because he is... I think he's still the cheapest huge base, if you want to call it that, yep. uh, character in the game. And he is size four. So it is kind of limited what tools people have for actually moving around a size four character. Most people bring something that because they need to be able to handle a Hulk, right? Or uh, And in the future, it's also to be able to handle a Malekith, right? Yeah. But they typically don't bring a lot of things. And if you can actually pair Black Dwarf with someone that is also size four. Mm-hmm. I think it's not so relevant for what we're doing today, but in the future, again, Malekith could be irrelevant. It's kind of limited what people can actually do. They have to pick which one they actually want to to, to, to move around, right? Yes. And also, he also is a character that responds to your opponent's size four. Mm, exactly. He, he has a size four throw. Mm-hmm. So... Ooh. Who's yeah, next? sorry, no, sorry, Detour. <laughs> no, uh, we yeah. love Detours on here. Omnith keeps making mm. the joke to me of like, I hit 30 minutes into the podcast, what is the sidebar for today? <laughs> Which I appreciate that people listen enough to know my habits. Um, let's see, let's see. So perhaps we need to have um, another bleed character could actually be quite fun, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one that may bring, springs to mind is also is always Hood for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he, um, you can actually make it sort of a, a, a synergy that you actually give your own characters bleed, right? Mm-hmm. And it's also, as we mentioned earlier, healing on. Damage yep. reduction characters is super powerful. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think I, Hood is a good inclusion. Yes. So this is nine. Nine. I will say yeah. so. We're bringing Black Dwarf is a big def- beefy physical attacker. We have a lot of Mystic attack in here. Um, yeah. And a very little bit of energy attack. I could see us looking for another physical or energy attacker to put into this list. Energy definitely would be relevant, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we could uh, we could go for something like uh, Core Box Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I like him as an energy attacker because he has the uh, he also has invulnerable um, or invulnerability. invulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, I... yeah. I want to bring up a character that is not out yet, but we have seen at least the front of their card. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos. Mm. Um, he gives us energy and incinerate. Mm-hmm. He has a long-range physical builder. He gives us the Medusa-style place. Um, which, if I remember correctly, he's going to be on a medium base, so he can... Yeah. Uh, so that's even more distance. And he gives you a retaliation when someone gets dazed. Yeah, All just like... Um, threat. Yeah, he's, he's pretty he's pretty cool. 
Uh, the backside was actually spoiled, I think, a few days ago. Uh, only change is he, ha he has six health on the backside instead of five. Yes. Did yeah. it not so he's... On the website? Yes, there we go. Uh-huh. Uh, he's on uh, MCPDB. Yes. But yeah, no, I... I'm really I think I think character. Yeah, I can see where I can see that. I didn't I didn't actually consider him, but I was considering Winter Soldier just because I yeah. love Winter Soldier, right? Yeah, Winter he's Soldier's he's really good. Dumb yeah. at this point. Yeah, he's just great. Well, he's not as dumb because they did remove blind obsession, right? Yes. So, at least that's that's gone, which uh -huh. which is actually really good for the game. Otherwise, I think yeah, we would have seen like everyone would be bringing a Winter Soldier every game, right? Mm -hmm. um, it, it but I think Nick Fury could be. It does make my girl a little bit worse. Mm. Your girl? Uh, Black Widow, Agent of Shield. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One of he's mm. my mo favorite model in the game. I love her dearly. I think she is a great design. Have you had any podcasts with uh, focus on her? Yes. Because I think... she's all. Yeah. I think we have talked about her twice, and I always okay. advocate for her. I almost always advocate her when uh, an affiliation she's in comes up. Yeah. Um, just because I love her. I think she has some very good play into exactly like, like yeah, Shield, right? Yeah. Where she's also affiliated. She makes perfect sense to put in that. Yep. Mm. And then she is also probably going to go into some of my Hydra lists. Mm. She she suffered a bit in back in the early stage of the game where people found out that she could do like what is it was it twenty four dice in a single in a single round right attacks you you are uh, no it was thirty two dice in a single thirty two uh, in a single turn which yeah. you could make even dumber because if you were playing her in Avengers mm -hmm. you could do the first two sets. Uh, the first attack. Yeah. Sorry, so sorry, it was sixty-four when you did everything. Because <laughs> it was thirty-two per action. Uh, sorry, sixteen yeah. per action, thirty-two yes. per activation, and then you do all you've got because you always because of the flat poaching, you always got the power for all you've got. Um, yeah. You could kill two two people on one side of the board, and then use gamma uh, Hulk to gamma launch you across the board, and then all you've yeah. got. Yeah. And c kill two more people. It was hysterical. Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, madness. <laughs> At least they they patched that pretty good. Yes, they patched that by banning all you've got. Yeah, but I think the the issue with her was that when they sort of patched that, a lot of people were like, okay, why play her now? Because now she has nothing, right? And it's it's sort of a thing, psychology thing right, where with, when something is nerfed, uh, if you want to call it that, yeah. then sort of it it just becomes unplayable, right? But that's not true. Mm -hmm. her, her spender gets additional dice for each condition a person has. She has automatic mm -hmm. poison on an AOE attack, and she is still getting you VP out of to uh, out of mission. That's great. Does she have a fun synergy with uh, Strucker? Yeah, must have right, because he can put. You can put conditions on the enemy, right? Yep. So she can heal herself for a lot with that AoE. Yeah, yeah. 
And if That's she fun. has, if if they have managed to pile conditions onto her, she just starts rapid firing and giving them everything. <laughs> <laughs> I love that model so much. But I don't think she's for this list. No, I agree. I think your uh, your suggestion of the uh, the uh, new upcoming Nick Fury model is actually pretty good. I li- I haven't looked at the card enough. Uh, now that I'm looking it over uh, and you're talking me through it, it's a really good card. He's really good. Yeah, he's right. good. Yeah. Also, yeah. range for attacks plus stealth is really yeah. devious. Yeah, it is. But his pursuit is... Yeah, it's situational, right? Yeah, it can good. be. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's a May trigger, so you don't have to. Yeah, but you could... Mm-hmm. Pursuit um, and then siblings and arms and move someone closer, and that could actually also, as you said, be, uh, be black, black door, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say I have started to appreciate, and this was something Omnis brought up, and I really liked the way you phrased that. I really appreciate them starting to give uh three threats cooler things to do but more mm-hmm. tightly throttle their power generation by giving them gainers rather than builders. Yes, I agree. I that, think that, that is, is uh, great design. I agree. Someone uh, from my local meta, he, he sort of instantly, um, when he saw the spoilers for Malekith and for Strucker, and he, he was like, he was like, okay, he said, okay, this game is sort of going through a really hardcore power creep. And I was like, are you sure about that? Because... A lot of these things are are not necessarily they they have very obvious shortcomings, right? Uh-huh. Malekith has has act, he has action problems. Not not saying that he he doesn't do stuff on the table. He definitely does, but he only has two actions, right? Yep. Um, and yeah, and 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 I think uh, and his superpowers. I can't remember this one. Yeah, his superpowers hmm? don't really give pseudo actions like things like throws do. Yeah. Oh, he has he has a, a throw right on his. Uh, it's stuck to yeah. his charge. Yeah, he has Thor's charge, more or less, right? Isn't that the same, more or less? No, because oh, uh, is... Thor's throw is stable to his strike, not to the charge oh, yeah. itself. And that is a yeah. notable difference. Mm. And it's also a deal damage trigger, so if he's facing into someone with a lot of damage reduction, you can prevent that throw where on Thor, all you had to do was bull a wild. And that is very yeah. different wing conditions. Yeah, true. Um, I just I love designing this ge- for this game and like seeing mm. where the design of this game goes. I've um, if you are on the Morlocks uh, Discord, you can see all of my custom Arkham, uh, custom uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff, uh, which I have been working on, including uh, currently I've been working on the uh, umbrella side of the uh, Resident Evil section of the Marvel v- the versus Capcom expansion I'm working on. Um, there's some okay. very fun stuff, including zombie horde minions. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we might we might see zombies at one point, right? It's sort of a, a meme, right, in Marvel, but it it's definitely there, definitely oh, there. Yeah. It'll mm. be a couple years, but they I think we will first get an organized play kit around Marvel Zombies. Yeah, makes sense. That I see happening. May- maybe an ultimate encounter or something, right? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Well, some of the organized play kits are ultimate encounters, but not every ultimate encounter is an organized play kit, and not every organized yeah. play kit is an ultimate encounter. But some oh, no. the Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah, no. So okay. Yeah. I j- yeah. Back I think- to Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, let's add him. Add, let's add him. I, I'm I'm on board. Let's add him in. Him fantastic. and his two friends. His friends they called was called Timothy Dum Dum and Gabe. Real Jones. Okay. Yeah. Dum Dum Dugan. One of the <laughs> most fun names to say out of all of Marvel canon. And they have some fun names in there. Yeah, yeah. These these characters are like from the are they from the fifties or something? Uh, so they are from World War Two. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. In the law, right? But when are they actually? When were they created? Do you know that? In World War Two. Okay, so they were created in the 40s. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure these were some of the allies from the World War II days. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Uh, now let's talk about crises. Um, yes. Which we haven't seen an update to crisis cards in a while. No. Uh, I don't want to go on a tangent on that, uh, but... I can just say that, uh, contrary to a lot of other people, I don't mind that. I think it's perfectly fine. I, I don't think that one, the ones we have are done being played yet. So, uh, so. but I, I know there's a lot of people who want to have a refresh. So I don't think we need to get rid of any. I think we need one or two more extracts because I think the yes. imbalance between extracts and secures is massive. Mm, yeah, because most of the well, there's. The removal of them has been almost only extracts, right? Always extracts, and extracts were less plentiful to begin with. Yeah, true. So yes, so secures. Uh, what type of secures do you do you want as a uh, Midnight Suns player? So, um, if you're going for the more uh, attrition aggression style, you would always go for the E style, right? Yeah. But I think that. With the uh, idea around playing around action denial and so on, I think we should at least lean into also having sort of a divide and conquer approach. So maybe think about adding in some B uh, or D scenarios too uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, um, how do we feel? I know this is going to be a little rough on us already, but I want to bring it up. How do we feel about the split C's? So that would be something like um, Mutant Madman. No, it would be oh, Mayor oh, Fisk or Terrigen. Yeah, Mayor Fisk, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mayor Fisk. Um, my issue with Mayor Fisk is that it's it's sort of it's, it's sort of low threat, right? And mm-hmm. and uh, we are already taking at least eleven points, or at least ten, sorry, to get affiliated yeah. with Blade, Wong, and and Black Wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, and I sometimes I feel like that scenario can quickly run uh, out of hand if you don't have a good amount of control over it at least. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the on the other hand the twenty threat Terrigen clouds? Yeah, I I actually enjoy playing that a lot. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, and I I have, <laughs> I have also played a lot of Inhumans, I, uh, I, I, which they yeah, yeah sorry. Inhumans are great. Yeah, yeah. They actually, I think they're vast, 
massively underplayed and undervalued. I yes. think it's a great affiliation, actually. But that's think, beside the point today. <laughs> I think that Inhumans have some of the highest brain drain of any affiliation. Mm-hmm. Just because of their flexibility, which makes them so hard to play. Mm-hmm. There's also the thing about... Um, yeah, the leader. Uh, I think he's. I think people are generally misplaying him or miss, miss, sort of evaluating his abilities to to what he should actually be doing on the table. In my opinion, he should not immediately go for the injured side and just get the whisper up and running. Instead, you should do everything you can to get master punches uh, rolling and and use those instead. Oh yeah, master punches. Uh, and, great. And, yeah, and then and then use his focus power to if available if available, right? To then add extra damage to him. Well, so I, I think that's really. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's beside the point. Yeah. I I love a no matter the cost master punch on the person who walked up to the middle of the board. Mm. <laughs> Take this. Kidnap them well. to the other side of the board. To your side yeah. of the board. Yeah. I agree. But yes. Um. So let's get Teojin in there. Um, yes, I agree. Let's do that. That would be fun. Although and 20th red doesn't mind. Doesn't, uh, yeah. Don't mind that. Speaking of power issues, let's grab Infinity Formula. I agree. Uh, and that leads us with a sword secure. And I could see a couple options. I could see us going with a Demon's Downtown or, or maybe not a Gamma Wave because that's 15. But... I could see that. I could see us going with a riot spark, just because we like the healing. I'm yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I also don't since we have the bump. Yeah. I normally don't mind the um, the ones that move around like portals, for instance, right? Yeah. Uh, overrun with spider people, right? I don't mind those because I. They, they have inbuilt sort of mitigation of it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, portals, I'm not sure we like because one, it's a pay to flip. Mm-hmm. And it two, is. it's an energy pay to flip. So, I would actually be side eyeing Cosmic Invasion Blackwater Defense. That helps with our power issues. And if we just get displaced, we just bump back anyway. Yeah. With the power it gives us. Compared to our opponents who are going to get displaced and have to spend actions or all of that power they just got to get back into place. Mm-hmm. Let's do that instead. I think yeah. it, it fits more in the in the playstyle. True. Mm-hmm. So let me just follow along here. So we said we had cosmic, uh, and we had didn't pick deepness, did we? No. Nope. We picked infinity form. Mm-hmm. Picked. Terrigen Clouds. Terrigen, thanks. Yeah, cool. Now for Extracts. Um. Mm. Always the fun one. Yeah. So Cosmic was a... Um, let's see, Cosmic was a... Yeah. I, th- I think we have some options here. Um, I don't think we mind Hammers. Uh, we're volley team. We get a lot of movement, um, so we can be a little bit safer on our hammer pickups if we can spread a little bit of power around early. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and Hammers is sort of, it's, a, it's sort of like a safe choice, right? Yeah. It always, always is, yeah. And it also leaves us with an 18-point uh, threat yep. sort of counter to whatever else might be, uh, be picked. Um, I also don't think we mind Legacy Virus, just because we have Black Cat, and Black Cat on Legacy Virus is very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agree. Um, and uh, this allows you to heal conditions off of your uh, Black Dwarf, mm-hmm. which I don't think he minds at all. I agree. Which just leaves one more. Um, I could see a case for cubes. Um, I could see a case for going for the one, uh, one of the single extract ones, since we have voodoo. Do yeah. You, do you have an opinion on it? Not one I have formed yet. Just a sec. No problem. Um. I was thinking research, but I don't think we have enough movement for the opponent actually. Uh, to to yeah. th- maybe you don't maybe we're missing a throw or something, right? Yeah. Maybe I think research station could be possible. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it could be. Did you say alien ship? Yeah, I I was talking yeah. about generally about all the single extracts, but alien ship is definitely yeah. one of them. Yeah, it would be it, it would be my preferred one, I think. Yeah. I like to get those high point values for when yeah. we're playing on when we get to choose the threat value. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. Now that just leaves tactic cards. Mm. Now, uh of course I think we get Siege of Darkness in here. Yeah, I agree. Black Dwarf does not have any individual character cards of his own. Nope, and that's actually also, I think, a good reason to consider splashing him in, right? Mm-hmm. Because he actually, he doesn't tax you other than his, his threat cost. Yeah. Uh, I think we get Heroes of Iron because it's just that good. It's a great card, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, we get Bats the Ghost Hound in as well. Yeah, okay. The, I know there's some division on whether or not Bats is good or not, so I don't like to really? assume on that one. Uh, it's more of like, is it? It's good, yes, but is it good enough? Is the conversation I've heard. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen it played without being a very successful and great card. Uh, but again, it's 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 dice, right? Anything yep. can. Yeah. Um. Do we? Want... Oh wait, I, I misremembered. I misremembered. It's actually. Oh, you have to. You can actually play it after you rolled. Yes. Okay. I, I, okay, it, it goes in. It's great. Yes, it's very good. Um, mm. I know there are some Midnight Suns players who I've talked to who are like the character-specific cards for a lot of the Midnight Suns characters, some of which we're not bringing, are better than Bats the Ghost Town, so I end up leaving Bats at home for more generic staples mm. type thing. Um... Mm, the last card they have is uh, Banishment. Mm-hmm. Which I can rem- Yeah, sorry. Uh, which is okay. Um. Yeah. It throws out stun. Yeah. Um, which kind of synergizes with the idea of denying, right? Yeah. Denying abilities, and so when you actually, because we also want to punch people, right? Uh huh. So it would be something I would. 
aim to play kind of early. So the question is, can you have a Midnight Suns character that is near maybe two or three enemy characters early game and have the two power to actually play it? That's that's the question, right? And can, can, you, can you create that situation? And get lucky enough with the trigger. Mm. Because it yeah, does yeah, also the, require the, the, a crit wild and hit it to play. Yeah, each of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think let's put it in for now and see if if we get two of us stuffed or not. Yeah, yeah, true. Okay, so going down the list, we have um, Ghost Rider. Yeah. And I, I think, think Ghost... we only want to bring one of Ghost Rider's cards, not both of them. Yes. And I uh, particularly like uh, Highway to Hill. Yeah, fair enough. Um... And we also have, let's see, we have Voodoo. We could pick, uh, bring his Seong's card, but I'm not. I'm, I have only actually seen it played like with great success once, which sounds, I know some people was like would likely yeah. say that's odd. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, um, it's a weird hmm? card. I don't. Let's Let's table it and come back to it. Yeah, I agree. Um, then we have Hood with Hood's Gang. Mm, Hood's Gang. Yeah, I like Hood's Gang. Um, but I like it. I'm also, again, I'm a Brawly type of guy, so anything that helps me do more Brawly uh, is a good card in my book. Um, yeah. Now, let's uh, talk about So that's about uh, six so, so far. Let's, let's talk about a weird new thing. Yeah. Uh, infiltration. I will have to look that up just a second. Yeah, so I will read this card. This card was only shown off at the Mini Stravaganza. If mm. Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos and this card are part of your squad, do not deploy it. Uh, it is still part of your squad and gains oh, yeah. power during the power phase. During an ally character's activation, if he's not part of your squad, if he's part of your squad but not on the battlefield, the ally character may play this card. Place a flare within three during the next cleanup phase. Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos place within, uh, uh, come in within one of the flare token. So, it allows you to deploy him in the middle of the game rather than turn one. Yeah, and I was just going through the card again. The timing of it is actually kind of funny because you can play it during your last character's activation. So the opponent has less opportunity to react to where you place the flare token. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's yes. interesting. Um, unfortunately, because of timing windows, um, you don't get uh, you don't get to score off of him coming in because it goes oh, scoring no. and then player effects. Yes, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That would also be maybe a bit too good because the card yeah. doesn't cost any power to use. Uh-huh. And they actually gain power during the power. F- yeah, this is a card you would probably like to play around turn two or three to mm-hmm. get, to ensure that you still get enough out of the, the character Reichnik Fury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the card. Yeah. It's it's a it's a new mechanic. New mechanics are always fun. Like when they introduce grunts, everyone is like, okay, are these actually good? We don't know, but we have to find out. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, can, can can we put it on the, the maybe shelf? Yeah, we'll put it on the maybe shelf alongside banishment. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
Um, we haven't had to restrict it less at all, and I think. Uh, I think we have. Sorry. And I think an mm -hmm. uh, important one for us is actually going to be advanced R and D. Uh, yes, I agree. And, and I also think another important one is race, yeah. because when you have a big character like Black Dwarf, he's he's pretty. He can be pretty intensive to get thrown you. He, he, yeah. If you get if, if he's thrown at your guys, you take a little damage, right? Everyone who plays played Modoc or something like that knows how it is. Oh yeah. So yeah, I think um, I think Brace should definitely be here. But yeah, um, and an advanced R and D is also yeah. I agree. To get to get rolling turn one, I think yeah. we need it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, for, uh, neutral cards, I want to bring up Mission Objective. Mm -hmm. I think this card is secretly very great at this point. It is. It is. Definitely. It's a great card. It's a great card. Are there any ca other cards that jump out to you as things that you want to talk about? Um, normally I also try to pick cards that give me defensive opportunities, like both aggressive but also defensive. So um, the card, a card that I've been using before we have the, had the current uh, restricted list was uh, fallback. I was I was I was secretly a fallback admirer before it actually became meta. <laughs> uh, so I, I like fallback. I like it in in almost any situation. I feel feel like fallback is is worth it okay. uh, at some point during a game, but. We have already. We have a lot of bump. We have bump already mm -hmm. in the faction, and we are trying to sort of make a make a list that already denies the opportunity for the opponent to to, to retaliate or do stuff against us. Mm -hmm. So I think it's actually not uh, good in this run right now. Uh, speaking of denial cards, there are two kind of niche denial one one less niche and one pretty niche denial cards I want to bring up. Uh, so the last niche option is Mark for Death. I talk about this card yes. a lot. It's great. Mm, it is. Uh, the other one, uh, which comes with um, uh, difficulties of execution at times, is Trip Up. Yeah. Trip Up is the one that requires two characters near Set. one of the opponent's Right? Yes and no. Uh, Actually, with two of another ally character, the ally characters may both spend one power. Yes. So, like of mm -hmm. note, if you're attacking with a rocket from, like, range five, only the other allied character has to be within two. That is right. That is true. Um, and then if the attack deals damage, they suffer stun and stagger, which are very annoying. Yes. And it also plays into what we are yeah. trying to build. I, I I haven't thought about that card. I like it a lot. Let's do it. Cool. So So this brings us to Batch Seat Heroes, Highway Hoods, that's five, Advanced Energy Brace, Mission, that's eight, and Trip Up, that's nine. So we have to figure out which one of the maybe cards we want to include. Yeah. Which were, if I remember correctly, that list was Banishment, Infiltration, and uh mark for death mark for death yeah so um yeah i 
There's one more, one more card I want to mention, but I don't think we should even put it on the list. But one that people need to be maybe more aware of is Inspiring Monologue. Yeah, I think it's, that card is very it's a, good. I think it's a card that, again, because of how the restricted list is looking now, is, I don't know, I wouldn't say it's under undervalued because its value is really good, but something that everyone should at least consider for their list is, do I have a character that is already maybe a bit beefy, maybe has damage production, something like that, um, that would benefit for having a round where they are not untouchable, but at least more annoying than normal, right? Mm-hmm. Same with psychic shielding device. If you know you are, yeah. If you if you know your maybe your local meta is kind of convocation heavy or something like that, or then web maybe heavy. or web warriors heavy exactly. Then psychic shielding device is very good and it's definitely a card that, yeah. If if you've pl- if you ever played a game where you had it and the opponent didn't real realize what it actually does, the game can be really one sided suddenly, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also in oh. that, uh, also of cards that I think are undervalued and people mm-hmm. need to remember, not for this list, but just in general, is Red Room Training. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, when you have an extract runner that doesn't already have stealth that's running to mm-hmm. the corner of the table, very good card. It is. I agree. And then the opponent, of course, brings Marked for Death and just counters it, but yeah. <laughs> So what? Which yeah. one are we bringing with us? I think um, of the ones we mentioned, I think this is also just fun and games, right? Uh-huh. So, and and new stuff is always funny and shiny. So I think we should pick infiltration. Maybe don't use it every game, but yeah. at least it's there. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it's actually also more of a psychological thing where the opponent knows we have it. They have to consider that suddenly a character can sort of pop up middle of the table during the game. They don't know it at list construction. Um, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, okay. So that yeah. leaves us with a full roster. Yes. It does. Uh, Should we uh, re, uh, read it for the uh, listeners or do you think they have it? Of course. <laughs> of course we're going to read it. Um, for those of you at home, the final list is Black Dwarf, Blade, Iron Fist, Black Cat, Wong, Dr. Voodoo, Ghost Rider, Clea, Hood, and Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos. For our tactics cards, we have Siege of Darkness, Heroes for Hire, Bats the Ghost Hound, Highway to Hell, Hood's Gang, Infiltration, Advanced R&D, Brace for Impact, Mission Objective, and Trip Up. For our secures, we have Terrigen Clouds Sweep Over City. Infinity Formula Goes Missing, and Cosmic Invasion Black Order Descends on Earth. And finally, for Extract, we have Fear Grip's World as Worthy Terrorized City, Deadly Legacy Virus Cured, and Alien Ship Crashes in Downtown. That seems like a really fun list. I would I would definitely play this. Mm-hmm. And not I'm not just saying this because we are sitting here doing the podcast and everything. I would actually play this. I think it would be fun. It's it's versatile, and you have a lot of tools for whatever might be thrown against you. Um, I think they actually, I think it, there's actually a bit of depth to it. Um, one thing I'm wondering is, Black Cat isn't uh, sorry, not Black Black Dwarf isn't really sort of necessary for the game plan, right? This is this is 
mm, you, you could argue that. And that's, I think that's generally Black Dwarf's problem is people are like, okay, but I could also bring this guy or this guy or this girl or this dude. And they would then maybe still do the same. And, and maybe it's only three thread and so on. So, but if you sort of think about what his role is, that he is this guy that you, you, you sort of you throw him up as far as possible and you make sure that he's relevant at all times, then I think he would he would do well and, and fit well into the game oh, plan, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, one one thing I want to mention with him, um, if you have the power uh, to do his throw, you have three power on him, and you were like, okay, maybe I should do this enforced oblivion ability where I'm doing action and then my next attack is like two additional dice. Don't do it. No, just it's not watch, walk to while. Do do a double move instead if it's if you can, and then just do the throw. Yeah. Right. It's much better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Uh, on Discord. Uh, Hissy. I think I'm. I'm try. I try to be on literally literally every Discord that's Marvel Crisis Protocol related. Yeah. Um, I have quite yeah. the collection at this point. <laughs> so yeah each, each time I'm, I'm this is actually my, uh, i've been playing this game for a lot i've been following the tts uh, online leagues as, as well uh, but this is actually the season eight is the first one i'm playing in it's not going well by the way uh, <laughs> yeah, that happens. um yeah 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 i had, I had some cl- some close games right that's that's fine that's what you want um yeah i think i'm on yeah but but yeah what my point is that um, yeah, you can find me uh, at least on the uh, TTS uh, Discord if you want to reach out to me for for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I am up to sixteen MCP related discords. Wow. Okay, I think you have been beat. <laughs> well, I'm in a couple that are recording only. Okay. Just because I've yeah, a yeah, podcast sure. on them, I get to be in that Discord type thing. Of course, that that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm in. 14 public or Patreon uh, MCP <laughs> discords. <laughs> Which is not a bad number at all. Oh, no, no, no. It's lot, a lot to keep up on. That's, and I've uh, added another to your collection. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> um, But yes, uh, if you want to reach out to me, you can do so. I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords, Egypt on the non-MCP discords. Uh, if you want to email the show, you can do so at morlocksmcp at gmail.com. If you want to, uh, b- 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 brain, brain, brain. Um, oh yes. If you want to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash Alexa White, where you get bonus episodes. I very recently had the wonderful TT on to talk Stranger Things and around the time this episode Within a couple weeks of this episode coming out, I will have the amazing Kyle Clark back on for another bonus episode. This time we're talking about the 2021, uh, yes, 2021 Resident Evil movie, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. And as two Resident Evil nerds, we have a lot to say about this film. <laughs> um, as well, you also get the uh, my Patreon playlists as well as access to the Discord, where you can find all sorts of fun conversations about movie, TV, uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol, and Arkham Horror the Card Game. 
Um, also coming up either soon or just recently at twitch.tv slash the board game dome, I will be sitting down with Brett, who you guys will remember from a very early episode of the show, if I remember correctly, um, to play my father's work along with maybe some other board games because we just like to hang out and play board games together on stream. And then also on most Saturday and Sunday mornings at twitch.tv slash games, I'm doing custom Arkham Horror the Card Game content. So yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, cool. Can I just do a thick, uh, what's it called? It was called throw. Uh, yes, no, absolutely. Yeah, a mention at least, yeah. Uh, since I'm from Denmark, uh, which is uh, Northern Europe and everything, we have... Um, we're not the biggest community, but I still want to, on the off chance that there's someone in our country that isn't uh, known to us already, but playing and listening to your podcast, I would just want to mention that we have uh, a uh, big uh, MCP tournament coming up in November uh, at the uh, event called AOSCON near Aarhus, uh, which will hopefully again be the biggest event in the country uh, like it was the last year. Um. Yeah. So that was it. Fantastic. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. A, I'm one of the organizers. So that's yes. why. I, I of course need to to shield it. <laughs> of course, I'm very happy mm. to have you show that. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you very very much for coming on. This was a fantastic time. Mm. I'm also happy that you had the time to have me on and reached out to me and everything. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And keep experimenting, people. <laughs>